ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر امور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد فقال امام احمد بن حنبل رحمه الله تعالى والايمان قول وعمل يزيد وينقص كما جاء في الاثر اكمل المؤمنين ايمانا احسنهم خلقا the Imam he goes on to say rahmatullah alayh and that faith consists of speech and actions it increases and it decreases as it has been reported in the narration the most complete of the believers with respect to faith is the best of them in his manners is the best of them in his manners we had taken this chapter before al iman and the definition of it and if you will see there's a slight difference here than what we had taken before and within this there is a great lesson and a great benefit It shows us the importance of knowing inside and out what was the aqidah of the salaf and that we understand it and that we know it and that we understand the principles and that we implement them because a person may read this and they may say to themselves what because what is missing a statement and an action it increases and it decreases how does this differ from what you heard before now belief in the heart they will say well where's the belief in the heart you see it's there the belief in the heart it is there and this is why it's important to understand the aqid of ahlus sunnah wal jamaah because then you will better understand what is meant and intended by the ulama then you will understand better what is meant and intended by the ulama because this is one way of expressing what iman is 
This is one way of expressing what Iman is. And Shaykh Rabi'a, he's going to explain what is intended by statements and actions, it increases and it decreases. So the Imam goes on, and he says that it increases and it decreases just as it comes in the athar, just as it comes in the narration. And in that narration, which has been collected by Abu Dawood and a Tirmidhi, and it's a hadith that Al Albani he graded it, he graded it as Hassan Sahih. Naam, as Hassan Sahih. Where the Prophet he said that the best of you or the best of the believers in faith are the ones who have the best manners. Is he who has the best manners. Naam. And this hadith is a tremendous proof that Iman is a statement and an action that increases and it decreases. Alakullin. Shaykh Rabi'ah, he goes on and he says, فَالْإِيمَانِ قَوْلٌ وَعَمَلٌ Iman is a statement and it's an action. Naam. And then he goes on to explain, قَوْلُ الْقَلْبِ وَالْلِسَانِ A statement of the heart and of the tongue. You see, قَوْلٌ Naam was intended by قَوْلٌ A statement of the heart and the tongue. وَعَمَلْ الْقَلْبِ وَالْجَوَارِحِ An action of the heart and an action of the limbs. So you see how belief is covered. Those affairs connected with the heart, they're covered. So when the Imam, when he said that it's a قَوْلٌ وَعَمِلٌ نعم, He intended from that a statement of the heart and the tongue. An action of the heart and the tongue. So therefore beliefs are covered. Therefore beliefs are covered. Therefore there was no reason for him to say وَاعْتِقَادٍ And a belief of the heart. Because the affairs of the heart were covered and intended by his statement, statements and actions. Naam. But unless a person understood truly the aqidah, the salaf, he wouldn't understand that. He wouldn't necessarily understand that that was was intended and that was was meant. Naam. And this is why you find it's important to know that we have to know the principles. We have to know the principles, the qawaid of Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah. We have to know the principles. Because unless an individual knows the principles, they may come to erroneous conclusions based upon texts that they don't fully understand because they don't know the principles. You understand? Because without the principles, you may come upon the text and you won't understand it correctly. Because only in light and upon understanding with knowledge of the principles will you understand that text correctly. So you have to understand the principles. And this is why the ulama, they, go, they went through and they go through great effort to explaining what are the principles of the religion. What are the principles of the religion? So that by way of those principles, we may understand the text correctly. Because a person just can't come with a hadith, right? He just can't come with an ayah, and they say, oh, this is what it means. And then when you examine their assumption, and you compare it to that which the sahaba understood from that ayah, from the hadith, you find a great difference. 
So you say to yourself, why is there such a great difference between what the Sahaba understood and what this person is saying and claiming it means? Well, the difference is what? The Sahaba understood the principles, this one doesn't. This is why he went to an incorrect conclusion, and this is why they were upon the haq, because they understood the principles. They understood the principles. Naam? So this is why we have to know these things inside and out, and this is why it is of a benefit that we go over these things constantly, and we refresh uh, these things, and, uh, and we do review over these things, so that we may know and be upon that which is correct. So what is understood by Imam Ahmed's statement, Rahimahullah Sa'ala, by statement in action, meaning a statement of the tongue and an action or a statement of the heart and a statement of the tongue. An action of the heart and an action of the tongue. So therefore the antiqad is taken care of. The antiqad is taken care of. So there's no need to articulate it. There's no need to articulate it. Naam. Ala kulli hal. The shaykh, he says, so you can say this, because what you intend by it is what was mentioned, or you can say, aw taqul, al-iman, qawlun, wa'amilun, wa'atiqadun, yazidu bil-ta'a, wa'yanqusu bil-ma'asiyah. He said, or you can say that iman, is a statement, an action, a belief. It increases with obedience and it decreases with disobedience. He said, He said, This is Iman with Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. This is Iman. Naam. This is an important point we have to know. Naam. So someone comes to you and they say, Listen, you said that Iman was a statement was an action and a belief increases and decreases. They said, but look, Imam Ahmed, he just said a statement and an action. How would you respond to them? What would be your response? Uh, if a person comes and they say, listen, you said that Iman is a statement and an action and a belief. It increases and decreases. They say, but we find that Imam Ahmed said that it's only a statement and an action increases and decreases. How would you how would you respond to that doubt? Now, because if you do if you do an action, it, uh, no, no, based on based on what Sheikh Rabia said, what you have it. In other words, what is meant when he says statement? What is Imam Ahmed referring to? The tongue and the heart. The tongue and the heart. And when he says actions, what is he referring to? Action of the heart and the and the the limbs, right? Action of the heart and the limbs. So between both of those, what the etiqad is taken care of, belief is taken care of. Yeah. So there's no need to say it. There's no need to say it, right? So this is how we respond to them. That both of those statements are saying the same thing. They're just articulating in different ways, but it's saying the exact same thing. It brings you to the same conclusion, the same meaning. This is important to understand. So the belief of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah to reiterate is that Iman is a statement, an action, a belief increases and it decreases. The Shaykh says, Yusharikuhum al Khawarij fi anna al Iman qawlun wa amilun wa atiqad. Walakinnahum 
أو ولكن عندهم الإيمان لا يزيل ولا ينقص. The Shaykh says so the Khawarij they agree with Ahl Sunnah in the sense that Iman is a statement and an action and a belief. But however, with them, meaning the Khawarij, they don't believe that Iman increases and decreases. They don't believe that Iman increases and decreases. لَأَنَّهُ بِمُجَرِّدْ مَا يَرْتَكِبُ الْمُسْلِمِ الْكَبِيرَ يَخْرُجُ مِنَ الْإِسْلَامِ He says, so therefore, due to this, they say that the Muslim who commits a major sin, then he leaves Islam. Okay? And this is because with them... This is because with them, the Khawarij, Iman, it doesn't increase and decrease. The problem, the problem is that they see Iman as being one thing. Right? And this is a concept, this is a qaida that I need everyone to understand very well. These ones who have gone astray from the Khawarij and those who are like them, and likewise, those from the Murji'ah, those from the Murji'ah, as the Shaykh explains, and those, and those ones who are on the opposite side now, those ones who are on the, uh, what do you say, the, the exact opposite of them, then they will be the Murji'ah, because the Murji'ah, they say that Iman is a tasdiq. It's just an acknowledgement. Tasdiq al-qalb, faqab, is only an acknowledgement of the heart. Awan al-ma'rifah, or just to know, kama and al-jahmiyyah, like it is with the jahmiyyah. Aw tasdiq al-bil-qalb, kama and al-ghulat al-murji'ah, or just uh, affirmation, or just uh, uh, an acknowledgement of the heart as it is with the extremists from the Murji'ah. As it is with the extremists from the Murji'ah. Right? So on one hand, you have those who are saying that, no, Iman, it is a statement, it is an action, it is a belief, but it doesn't increase and decrease. On the other end, you have those who are saying, Iman, it is just an affirmation. It's just an affirmation. Or that you acknowledge it in your heart. Right? And that's it. And that's it. What they both share in common is what? Is that they don't see any increase and decrease to Iman. They see Iman as one thing. Either you have it or you don't. You understand? Either you have it or you don't. So the Khawarij go to the extreme based on this misunderstanding that if you do a sin, this will negate your Iman. So because it can't increase and decrease, either it's there or it's not, if you do a sin, then all the iman goes out. So you're a kafir. Right? And the murji'ah, on the flip side, they think, no, iman is there. And it can't be affected. Right? Because it doesn't increase and decrease, it's there. It can't be affected. So no matter what you do, you're still a Muslim. Anything. No matter what you do, you're still a Muslim. 
You understand? Huh? Any sin, any, any, any acts of disbelief or anything, it doesn't matter. You're still a Muslim. And not just you're a Muslim, but you have the same iman as the prophets and the messengers. Because to them it's just one thing. Right? And if you see how Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah ta'ala, he destroyed them with one hadith. One hadith destroys them. Because what is understood from both of these groups is that what? Is that there is no what is called tafadul. There is no one being better than another one. There are no degrees, there are no levels. Okay? When it comes to iman. Meaning that there are some individuals who have more iman than other individuals. This is what they believe. That everybody's the same. Either you got it or you don't. They don't believe that there are those who have better iman than somebody else. Or those who have worse or lower iman than someone else. Because to believe such, you have to believe that it increases and it decreases. So, as some are being increased, others are being decreased, so they're not going to be on the same level. Right? But the reality is what Ahl, is what Ahl Sunnah wa Jama'ah says. Because this is what was taught to us from the Prophet wasallam That iman, it goes up, it goes down. That there are Muslims who are better in iman than other Muslims. So what is the one hadith that, the, that, the, that the, the imam he brought to destroy them? Was this hadith here. أَكْمَلُ مُؤْمِنِينَ imana أَحْسَنُهُمْ The best of the believers in faith, in iman, are those who have the best character. Those who have the best manners. So if those who have the best manners, right? Then this is a sign that their iman is what? Is better than those who are less in their manners. Those who have worse manners. Does that make sense? So this hadith is a clear evidence here that what? That not all of the believers are on the same level iman wise. Some have a better iman than others. Thus the Prophet Wasallam he said, Akmalul mu'minin That the most perfect, the most best, the most perfect, most complete of the believers are those who have what? The best manners. Now. Which one? The, the hadith? No. That the, the most complete. Okay. Akmalu al mu'minina imanan ahsanuhum khuluqa. And in English. The most complete of the believers with respect to faith, iman, is the best of them in manners. Is the best of them in manners. Naam. Inshallah ta'ala, we're going to come back to this point, bithnilahi ta'ala. But what's muhim, what's important to understand is that the believers will be of various levels with regards to their iman. Not everyone is on the same level of Iman. You have those who have stronger Iman than others. Those who have stronger Iman than others. Not everyone is on the same level. That's an important concept. Because what led the likes of these groups astray and sent them to their both, because they're polar opposites, now, was what? Was their misunderstanding and one. The fact that Iman increases and it decreases. Right? And 
they're misunderstanding that what that, that there are those who have better iman than others. There are those who have better iman than others. Now, this is something that is very important. And this is why we have mentioned before that all of the groups who deviated with regards to this issue of iman, they deviated because of their misunderstanding of one or more of the five. Meaning that because the five memory mentioned that Iman is a statement. One, action, two, belief, three, increases, four, decreases, five. So one or more of these five, they were incorrect in, and that's what led them astray. And that's what led them astray. Now, so one or more of these five, they were incorrect in, and that's what led them astray. And then the Shaykh he mentions وَعِنْدَ الْمُرْجِئَ الْفُقَهَاءِ And in what's called the fuqaha from the murji'ah. Right? You have a, a, a group from the murji'ah, but the ulama, they name the fuqaha of the murji'ah. They say that iman is an i'tiqad bilqalb. A belief in the heart. وَقَوْلْ بِالْلِسَانِ And a statement of the tongue. وَلَا يَدْخُلُ عِنْدَهُمُ الْعَمَلِ فِي الْمُسَمَّلِ الْإِيمَانِ And actions do not enter with them and that which is considered iman. That actions are not a part of iman. So they say that iman is a statement and an action. Oh, I'm sorry, they say that iman... Is a, is a, is a uh, belief and a statement. But they don't believe that it's an action. They say Iman is a belief and a statement. But not an action of the limbs. This group is called the Fuqaha of the Murji'ah. The Fuqaha of the Murji'ah. Tayyib? The Shaykh says, وَأَمَّا أَهْلُ السُنَّةِ فَالْأَعْمَالُ الْقُلُوبِ وَأَعْمَالَ جَوَارِحْ دَاخِلَ فِي مُسَمَّ الْإِيمَانِ بَعْدَ تَصْدِيقِ He says, but with Ahl sunnah the actions of the heart and the actions of the limbs, they enter into that which is considered Iman after what? The tasdiq, the affirmation. He says, فَالْإِيمَانِ he said, so that Iman, it comprises of the beliefs and the actions of the heart. And then he gives some examples of actions of the heart. He says, From being scared of Allah, And loving Allah, And from having hope, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? And to hope, to have hope. And to rely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of this, the Shaykh says, and other than this, these are just examples. They enter into the actions of the heart. They enter into the actions of the heart. 
Everybody got those examples? Let me repeat them. The Shaykh, he says, So what is included in the actions of the heart, it is such as having fear of Allah Ta'ala. That's one. Remember now, these are just examples. This is not all of them. This is just from them, you know, as examples. Having fear of Allah. One. Loving Allah. Right? Two. Having hope. Having hope. Right? Uh, and relying upon Allah Hussain. These are examples of actions of the heart. The Shaykh says, وَلَا يَكُونُ إِلَّا بِهَذَا He said, in that iman it won't be except with this. That is, is incumbent, yani, to have these actions of the heart and they're from the iman. They're from the iman. And that iman centers around this. And there will be no iman without this. The Shaykh he says, وَكَذَلِكَ أَعْمَالُ الْجَوَارِحِ And also the actions of the limbs. مِنَ الصَّوْمِ From fasting, وَالصَّلَاةِ Prayer, وَالزَّكَاةِ وَسَائِرُ تَكَالِيفِ الْجِهَادِ وَمَا شَاكَلَ ذَلِكَ The Shaykh he says, and also enters into that, into that All of the obligated things or things that have been obligated upon us. All of the obligations enters into that struggling in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that which is similar to it. That all of these things enter into these actions of the limbs, enter into that which is iman. That which is iman. Naam. And then the Shaykh he brings an example that comes in a hadith that's been collected in Muslim. With the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-Imanu bid'un wa sab'un shu'ba. A'laha la ilaha illallah. Wa adnaha imatatul adha min al-tariq. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that Iman is 70 sama branches. The highest of it is la ilaha illallah. Right? And the lowest of it is to remove something harmful from the path. وَجَاءَ فِي الرِّوَايَةِ وَالْحَيَاءِ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ And that uh, modesty, shyness is a branch of iman. And in this hadith as we had taken in the past, we see a clear proof that iman 
is a statement, right? Because la ilaha illallah is a statement. And that iman is an action because removing something from the role, this is an action. And it is a'tiqad or those from those affairs of the heart because what? Al-hayat, this is from the heart, man. So this becomes something that is tremendously clear. وَهَذَا الْإِيمَانِ يَزِيدُ بِالطَّاعَةِ وَيَنْقِصُ بِالْمَعْصِيَةِ يَزِيدُ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَصِلَىٰ أَمْثَالُ الْجِبَالِ وَيَنْقِصُ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَصِلَىٰ إِلَىٰ أَدْنَىٰ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ He said that iman increases and it decreases. It increases with obedience and it decreases with disobedience. It increases until it is like mountains. It increases until it reaches the level like of mountains. And it decreases until it reaches that which is smaller than an atom from Iman. Naam? Reaches that which is smaller than an atom from Iman. وَقِيلَ لِإِبْنُ عِيَيْنَا It was said to Ibn Uyayna. Someone asked him. They said, Al-Iman يَزِيرُ وَيَنْقُصُ They said, Iman. It increases and it decreases. فَقَالَ إِبْنُ عِيَيْنَا رَحِمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى أَلَيْسَ تَقْرَأُونَ الْقُرْآنِ He said, don't you read the Qur'an? You all, don't you read the Qur'an? Allah Ta'ala's statement that could be found in Surah Ali Imran, verse 173, فَزَادَهُمْ إِيمَانًا And their iman was increased. Right? And their iman was increased. And then he said, the imam, he says, فِغَيْرِ مَوْضِعِ That you'll find this in other than this ayah. In different places, the same meaning. So in that, we find a proof for what? Ziyada, that iman increases as an ayah, and that iman was increased from Surah Ali Imran. Right? So the man he asked, he said, Qila, so it was said, Yankus, does it also go down? Because they can see the eye clearly in the eye that okay we see increase but it will go down too, you see, and this is why again, the fahm, the understanding of the principles, the fiqh of the principles of the religion, is very important. It's very important because he's because this one he's saying look I only see increase in the eye that's all I see. So what's the proof of decrease? And this is because what he don't see what the imam sees. He doesn't see what the imam sees. Why? And what's the difference? The imam, Ibn Uyayna, Sufyan Ibn Uyayna, the imam, Rahimullah he understands the principles. So because of his knowledge of the principles, he sees what the other one doesn't see. Naam. So therefore he goes on to explain to him, Qala, he said, Laysa shay'im yazid illa wa huwa yanqus. He said, nothing increases except that it also decreases. See the difference? He said nothing increases except that it also decreases. Naam. And this is an important point to know. Bithnilahi ta'ala. Just in case you are asked the likes of this question, then you will know the proper response to it. Nothing increases, nothing is subjected to increase except that is also subjected to decrease. If it increases, it decreases.
Now, if it increases, it decreases. So now the Shaykh goes back now to speaking about these groups who they don't see this reality that Iman increases and it decreases. Although this was clearly from the understanding of the Sahaba, this was clearly from the understanding of the Sahaba because this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He revealed in the Quran and that which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He came with, with uh, in the Sunnah and He taught in His Sunnah which was also revealed to him from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the Prophet sallallahu he said that verily I've been given the Quran uh, and that which is like it with it. I've been given the Quran and that which is like it with it. Meaning what? The Sunnah. Naam. So these are both revelation. So this Sahabi, this great noble Sahabi, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, because of what he learned from the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He used to make this dua He would say Allahumma zidna imana And this dua was mentioned by Al-Hafidh Ibn Hajar Rahimahullahu ta'ala And Fath al-Bari Wasahaha And he rendered Isnad as being authentic And also Imam Ahmed Rahimahullahu ta'ala He brought it in Al-Iman على كل حال he used to say اللهم زدنا إيمانا ويقينا وفقها he was saying oh Allah increase us in إيمان زدنا إيمانا ويقينا وفقها increase us in إيمان in certainty and in understanding increase us in إيمان in certainty and understanding this is a beautiful dua that we should constantly be making inshallah ta'ala it's a beautiful dua. Ala kulli hal, it is not from sound logic to believe that such a noble and knowledgeable and uh, sahabi will make dua for something or the increasement of something that doesn't increase. He made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the increasement of iman, which is an understanding that what? From his belief was that Iman increase and decrease. And where did he get his belief from? From the Prophet ﷺ. Who taught him his belief? The Prophet ﷺ. So therefore what? Iman, it increases and it decreases. It goes up and it goes down. Naam? The Shaykh, he goes on to, to finish talking about these murji'a and khawarij. He says, وَالْمُرْجِعَ عِنْدَهُمْ Al-Iman la yazid wala yanqus. The Murji'a, they say, Iman, it doesn't increase, and it, it doesn't increase, and it does not decrease. Huh? So clearly we understand that what? Then they're incorrect, right off the bat. He says, لِأَنَّ الْإِيمَانَ تَصْدِيقْ فَقَدْ عِنْدَهُمْ Because with them, Iman is only an affirmation. That's all it is. وَهُوَ لَيُخْبَ النُّقْسِ And it doesn't, or is not susceptible to decrease. إِذَا طَرَعَ عَلَى نَقْسِ انْتَهَى وَخَرَجَ صَاحِبُهُ مَنْ دَائِرَةُ الْإِيمَانِ Because they think that, look, if we're going to say that Iman can decrease, then it will deplete. Because remember now, with them, Iman is one thing. So we say it will increase, then that means it will deplete, which will take a person outside the fold of Islam. Again, because they, they don't understand. This is not the reality. Well, yeah. He said, but rather Iman is one thing. Everyone's the same in it. 
Iman عندهم لا يتفاضل Iman with them is not of various levels and various types There is no one better than someone else in Iman يستوي في أفجر الناس He says so with them you will find they, they believe that the most criminal criminally wicked from the people وأخبث الناس and the most despicable of the people is on the same level of the anbiya wa siddiqeen wa malaika they believe that the most criminally wicked the most disgusting and despicable people they have the same iman of the prophets those who are sincere and of the angels the shaykh says this is yani this is big this is a big misguidance this is a big misguidance to understand such a thing naam on the other side, you have the Khawarij. With regard to who are equally estranged, also inside of a big misguidance. So the uh, extremists from the Murujia, the evil is, is great, is tremendous. يَهْدِمُونَ شَرِيعَةَ الْإِسْلَامِ بِهَذَا الْإِعْتِقَادِ خَبِيثِ Because in reality they're destroying the sharia of Islam with this despicable uh, belief. وَالْخَوَارِجِ خُبَثَاءِ And the khawarij, they are filthy and despicable individuals. They're vile individuals. لِأَنَّهُمْ يُكَفِّرُونَ الْأُمَّةِ Because they make takfir of the ummah. And, and they unsheathe their swords against the ummah. And they make halal their blood, dima'ahum wa amwalahum. They make their blood and their money halal. Huh? And all of this is because of what? All of this is because you have from them those who make major sins, like zina, wa sariqa, wa qatl, like those who make major sins, like fornication, uh, theft, and thievery, and uh, killing, murder. So anyone who does a major sin with them is a kafir. Anyone who does a major sin with them is a kafir. Now. Subhanallah al-Azim. Again, it goes back to this. It goes back to the misunderstanding that they have that iman is one thing. It doesn't increase. It does not decrease. It's one thing. Either you have it or you don't have it. Nothing, uh, because with the with the with the khawarij, they say that, or with them, iman can be affected, right? Can seriously be affected. So they say, if a sin come, it destroy is done. Okay. With the murji'ah, on the flip side, they say no, iman can ever be affected. Nothing can touch it, nothing can harm it. Nothing could affect it whatsoever. Once you got it, you got it. Okay? So they're both the same in the sense of either you got it or you don't. But the khawarij is saying no, you can have it, and then something can come and remove it all. The murji'ah is saying no, no, you have it or you don't. So once you got it, you got it, and that's it. Nothing can affect it. Right? Nothing could affect it. You'll find that there's so many narrations. Just one narration destroy the whole thinking of the murji'ah. And likewise the khawarij. Naam. But just to focus on the murji'ah for a little bit. Right? The Prophet sallallahu he says in the hadith that's been collected by al-Bukhari. He says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sababu muslim fisq wa qitaluhu kufr. He says to uh, verbally abuse a Muslim to verbally abuse a Muslim then this is fisk this is a tremendously nasty sin right 
He said, and to kill him is what? Is kufr. Is disbelief. Meaning what? Any you see from this that the iman was affected. So if a one if a person he comes with cursing and verbally abusing a Muslim, this will drop his iman down to what? Down to sinning, a, a tremendously evil and vile sin. And if he kills a Muslim, this will drop his iman down to what? Down to kufr. A kufr don't a kufr, meaning the the, the 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 disbelief under disbelief, meaning that he's not a kafir because he killed a Muslim, not a kafir. Now he's not a kafir. The ulama they explain what is meant by the statement of the Prophet Kufr, it means the kufr under kufr, right? And he said this is because he would have adopted and adorned himself with the characteristics of the kufar. Because it is from the characteristics of the kufar to kill Muslims. It's not from the characteristics or the innate characteristics of the Muslims to kill Muslims. La. Because the Muslims are brothers. Right? Verily the believers are brothers. Amma kufar, it is from the innate characteristics of the kufar that they kill Muslims. So this is why the Prophet ﷺ, they say this is why the Prophet ﷺ, he named it kufr. Now, and also, so as to show that there was a uh, degradation with regards to the level, right? Or that the levels are going down. Because once you mention Fisk, what could you bring stronger than it to illustrate something being lower than it? Only Kufr. That makes sense? That makes sense. But in any event, the Prophet ﷺ is telling us that what? That certain actions affect Iman. So this right here destroys the Murji'ah. When the Murji'ah come and they say Iman can never be affected. Once you got it, that's it. You got it forever. This hadith says to us, not. There's certain actions that will affect the Iman. There's certain actions that will affect the Iman. One will drop it to this level, and another action will drop it to a level that's even under that. Naam? Back to uh, the Khawarij. Because with them, if a person steals, then what? That person is a kafir. Naam? Hada kathib. The Shaykh, he says, this is a lie. dalal, And this is a great misguidance. Naam? A great misguidance. Wasu'a fahm. And this is a, 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 a erroneous and, and wrong understanding. The Shaykh he says, Limad Allah Ta'ala Amara Bi'iqamat al Hudud ala Sariq. He said, Why did Allah Ta'ala order with the legal prescribed punishments for the thief? Allah Ta'ala he says, Wasariqu wasariqa fakutahu aidiya huma. Allah Ta'ala He says the male and the female thief cut off their hands as a, as, a, as, a, uh, as a recompense for that which they had did. Cut off their hands as a recompense for that which they had did. The Shaykh goes on and he says لماذا يأمر الله تعالى بإقامة الحدود على من يشربون الخمر He said why did Allah Ta'ala uh, order with the with the legal punishment, the prescribed punishment for the one who drinks alcohol. The Shaykh answers, he says, and the one who 
Well, he drinks yashrabu al-khabar, yashrabu al-khabar, he drinks the khamar, na'am. Fa'ata, fa'qala ahaduhuma, there was one, afwan, who used to drink the khamar. Tayyip. So they came one to him, and he said, La'anakallah. He said to him, May Allah curse you. Na'am, may Allah curse you. مَا أَكْثَرَ مَا يُؤْتَ بِكَ He said, how, how, how abundant is it that you bring this? Right? How abundant, how often is it that you are brought in this, or meaning in this state of drunkenness? How often is it that you're drunk? فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ So the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he said, لَا تَلْعَنْهُ he said, do not curse him. إِنَّهُ يُحِبُّ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولَهِ He said, because verily he loves Allah and he loves his messenger. Verily he loves Allah and he loves his messenger. Now, in another narration, the Prophet Wasallam he said, do not aid shaitan against your brother. Do not aid shaitan against your brother. So the Prophet ﷺ, he established for this man who used to get drunk, that he was what? He was a brother, meaning that he was what? He was Muslim. That he was a Muslim. And he established that what? That this man, he has iman because he loves Allah and his messenger. He loves Allah and his messenger. So he established for him that look, he is your brother in deen. And he has iman. He loves Allah and his messenger. So do not curse him. Do not aid the shaitan against your brother. Ala kulli hal, this shows us what? That not every sin would, to, would, would completely destroy iman. It is not that fragile that every sin will completely destroy it. La. You understand? And it's not that strong that it can never be affected. Like the Murji assay. And this is why you see Ahl Sunnah is in the middle. You see, Ahl Sunnah is in the middle. This hadith is a clear proof against the Khawarij that you can drink the Khamar and you're still a Muslim. That those who get drunk, they're still a Muslim. So how come... There was a prescribed punishment for the thief and a prescribed punishment for the one who drinks and so on and so forth. The Shaykh, he says, there was a prescribed punishment for the likes of these because by getting the punishment done upon them, this will remove from them sins. This will remove from them that sin. So thus, the prescribed punishment for the one who drinks khamar and the one who steals is an expiation of that sin. Right? But are there any expiation of sins of kufar? La. As the ulama they say, La then by the kufr. There is no sin after kufr. After, after the person is a kafir, he's a kafir. What are you going to tell him? Yeah, kafir, make tawbah from eating, eating uh, uh, pork? Khinzir? La. Is that going to benefit him? He make tawbah from khinzir, but he's still a kafir. So, so his good deeds won't count? With no. Kufar have no good deeds. None. No. Because they, they're kufar. So this is what they mean when they say there's no sin after kufr. He's a kafir. So, khalas. Right? So, they, so there's no expiation of sins for a kafir. He's a kafir. So if sins are being expiated, then this is an indication of what? That the one who committed them, then they are Muslims. Then they are Muslims. So these proofs and evidences, they destroy, they destroy the aqidah of the khawarij who claim that those ones who embark upon major sins, then they are kufar. Then they are kufar. This destroys that. 
Because this is not what Allah Ta'ala teaches in the Quran. So this shows that what? They have no understanding. They have no understanding. Naam. The Shaykh says, Kathalika barakallah Likewise, may Allah Ta'ala bless you. Ida zana wa aqima alayhi had yakunu kafara lah. He said, and likewise, may Allah Ta'ala bless you if a person makes zina uh, and, the, and the prescribed punishment is established upon him, then this will serve as an expiation for him. The Shaykh Ghazani says, Al-Kafir, the one who is a kafir, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said with regards to him, Man baddala deenahu faqtuluh. Whoever leaves Islam, changes his religion, meaning he leaves the Islam, then kill him. This hadith has been collected by Al-Bukhari. Naam. Whoever leaves the Islam, then kill him. Al-Kulihal, you see that there is what? Moderation with Ahl-Sunnah. Okay? We don't say that people's iman will never be affected. Everyone has the same iman as the Malaika and the Anbiya and the like. La, that's not the case. At the same time, we don't say uh, that iman will go all the way and disappear and be completely depleted because of the act, because of the, the commission of a major sin. Ahlul Sunnah is right in the middle. Iman it increases and it decreases. It increases and it decreases. Naam, it will be affected. It will increase because it's affected by obedience, and it will decrease because it's affected by disobedience. Naam, this is something that's very important. Something that's very important. And as the Salat they used to say, that the, the, the Iman, that the Iman, it can decrease until nothing remains from it. Until nothing remains from it. So it's important for us to understand this. That we have to be vigilant, bithnillahi ta'ala, Upon doing those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to do And by being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And we have to be wary of sin We have to be wary of sin Because the end result of sin And the sin at his, at his, at his most uh, despicable and final level The epitome of it, it will bring you to disbelief As the ulama they say Al-kaba'ir barida barida al-kufr That the uh, major sins and they are the postcard to kufr they, this is what will lead you to the, uh, eventually to the kufr so at their uh, utmost and at, and, at, and at their ghaya right as, a, as it is said at their epitome it will lead you to kufr so we have to be wise but at the same time we have to know that just because you make a major sin don't mean you're a kafir that don't mean you're a kafir that, that's not correct as, these, uh, as this ayah from Surah Al-Ma'idah, verse 38, as it explains. That makes sense? But yeah. The Shaykh, he goes on, and uh, he finishes by saying that there is no doubt that the commission of a major sin, such as fornication, murder, drinking alcohol, and other major sins, and they are serious and very serious sins, and that they are great crimes in the view of Al-Islam. But at the same time, Islam does not declare such Muslims to be disbelievers. This is very important. These are great crimes. We take them seriously. Yes. 
But we're not going to kick a Muslim out of Islam because they don't. Islam doesn't teach us that. Islam does not teach us that. Now, we do not make takfir. We do not make takfir on these ones. And if the and if the prescribed punishment is established against them, if the legislative punishment is established against against these sinners, huh, the ones who committed this sin, then it will be an expiation for them. Then it will be an expiation for them. Naam. And that individuals, by committing this sin, they may be punished in the akhirah. We understand that if they don't get punished in the dunya, they may be punished in the akhirah. Naam. And we also understand that they may be forgiven in the akhirah. They may be punished for the sin, and they may not be punished for the sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He may forgive them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He may forgive them, He may pardon them in the akhirah. Naam. And all of this will be the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala will forgive whom He pleases and He will punish whom He pleases. Naam. So, the discretion of their punishment and or, or, or their pardoning, it will be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. But what's important is to know that Islam, it does not remove the likes of these individuals from the fold of Islam. So it's important and it is a must that we understand these principles correctly so that we can be upon that which is right with Nilahi Ta'ala. Naam. It is important that we understand these things, these principles correctly so that we will be upon that which is correct. And to also understand that even if a Muslim were to enter into the fire, even if he will enter into the fire because of a sin that they committed, that they will not remain therein forever, and that they will be removed from the fire and leave the fire because of their tawheed, and they will enter into Jannah because of their tawheed. So no Muslim will stay in hell forever. No Muslim will stay in hell forever. And this is the proper belief. This is that which is correct. This is what the proofs and the evidences point to. And this is what, and thus we are upon. فنكتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين جزاكم الله خيرا